Greetings and good health. I am Dr. Jerrica Sarko, a pediatric and family wellness chiropractor. This is your Lifeline to Vitality, where we discuss ways to cultivate family wellness. Welcome back to another edition of your Lifeline to Vitality. Today, I bring you the loudest, most crunchy, neck-popping, back-cracking podcast episode ever. Have you ever been on YouTube and searched chiropractic adjustment? The videos posted on the site will tout about how they are the loudest, most crunchy, neck-popping, back-cracking adjustments ever. As a parent myself, I can see why you would be very cautious about bringing your child to a chiropractor if that was the expectation. I used to have videos on YouTube showing off my adjustments, but I took them down. Not because they were offensive or dangerous, I didn't want my specific proper adjustments to be lumped in the same category as those other videos on there. From a layman's perspective, they might both look the same, but they couldn't be more different. A large percentage of the adjustments you see on YouTube are very far off from what is considered an adjustment, especially a specific adjustment. All the twisting, cracking, and popping that goes on in those videos are aimed at one thing and one thing only, viewership. And to create views, you need to sell crack. By crack, I mean you need to try and create as much noise as possible. People will actually edit their videos to enhance the cracking noise. Those videos, in my opinion, not only manipulate the adjustment from a physical standpoint, but on a psychological standpoint as well. The noise sometimes heard during an adjustment is called a cavitation. A cavitation is a normal occurring event that can take place during an adjustment. While the exact mechanism of a cavitation occurring in a joint is unclear, the supporting theories all involve pressure and carbon dioxide. Inside a joint, bubbles of carbon dioxide are created due to a rapid change of pressure. Different studies show that the gas bubbles will either collapse on themselves or release out into the synovial fluid to only be absorbed back into the joint. In either case, the bubbles create the popping sound. If you have ever popped or cracked your knuckles, the same overarching theory of the cavitation occurs. To create those loud and drawn-out cavitations, you need to manipulate many joints at one time. This requires putting joints beyond their physiological range of motion. This is where you will see all the twisting, wrenching, pulling, pushing, and yanking actions, where it looks like they make a pretzel out of the patient. To obtain the multiple cracking effect, you have to move more than one vertebra at a time. This is where the bubble wrap popping effect comes into play, which is not an adjustment, but a manipulation. A cavitation itself is harmless, but the sound can be surprising. And often, when we get surprised, that split second of the unknown can elicit different responses. Our brains are hardwired to respond to that uncertainty on an emotional level. Those quote-unquote adjustment videos play on our emotions of suspense. It should be no surprise that the suspense genre is dotted throughout the entertainment industry and is found across all platforms. Whether it is a haunted hayride, mystery novel, dramatic TV series, or sensationalized chiropractic adjustment videos, we are all drawn to some form of suspense. An adjustment is a controlled force employing leverage, direction, amplitude, and velocity. It is applied to a specific vertebra for the purpose of correcting a vertebral subluxation. 
That is an important definition, but extra consideration needs to be put on the phrase specific vertebra, which defines a singular spinal bone, not plural spinal bones. Also, for a proper adjustment to occur, the patient should be supported in a static position. Simply put, if you need to move the patient to move the bone, too much force is at play. I seem to be using wine analogies a lot lately, but I think this one fits perfectly. The simplest and easiest way to open a bottle of wine is with a corkscrew. This is where the bottle is held in a static position and using a specific force, leverage, direction, amplitude, and velocity, the corkscrew easily and quickly removes the cork. But a search on YouTube will show you many different and crazy ways to open the bottle without a corkscrew. One in particular requires a shoe and a wall. The hack involves you placing the wine bottle in the heel portion of the shoe, cork side out. Then, with all your might, you bang the shoe against the wall repeatedly until the cork slowly comes out. I hope it's easy to see which of the two methods is an adjustment and which one is a manipulation. Also, which video do you think would receive more viewership? One where a bottle of wine is opened with a corkscrew, or one that is opened with a shoe? The same principle occurs with videos that have the loudest, most crunchy, neck-popping, back-cracking manipulations ever. How much force is applied to a spine during an adjustment? Accurately quantifying each and every adjustment can be a challenge, but some studies do help put the adjustment force into comparative relation. Some of the more well-known researched studies put the force in terms of newtons. A newton is the international system of units determined unit of force. One newton is defined as the force needed to accelerate one kilogram of mass at the rate of one meter per second squared in the direction of the applied force. 100 newtons is about equivalent to 22.5 pounds of force. One study that measured the force of an adjustment on the pediatric population follows as such. For neonates to infants aged 0 to 2 months, about 20 newtons of force was used. Infants to toddlers aged 3 months to 23 months, about 28 newtons was used. Young children aged 2 years to 8 years, about 60 newtons. And older children and young adults aged 8 to 18 years, about 88 newtons. To put those numbers into perspective, a study that looked at the force used during the medical birthing process follows as such. The intrauterine pressure was measured at about 16 newtons. This pressure measures the muscles of the uterus and their normal tone at rest. Even when a muscle is not fully contracted, it still maintains some tautness for integrity purposes. During a uterine contraction, it measured out to be 54 newtons. This contraction occurs naturally without conscious influence. During a volitional push, it measured out to be 120 newtons. This is where the mother actively bears down and pushes. Next measured was the vacuum device traction. This came out to be 113 newtons. A vacuum traction is typically done four times during each contraction and push. So during a normal vaginal birth, which includes the intrauterine pressure, the uridine contraction, and volitional push, the force can add up to 190 newtons. When you add a vacuum device to the equation, the force can add up to 303 newtons. Obstetric forcep traction was measured at 200 newtons. 
If we add that to the normal vaginal forces, the number jumps up to 390 newtons. Another study looked at the forces of the obstetrical traction, testing the tensile strength of the spinal column. A cervical traction to the point of dislocation of the cervical spine occurred at 400 newtons. Cervical traction to the point of decapitation occurred at 533 newtons. And finally, one other study looked at the force needed to fracture the pedicles of a cervical bone. This fracture of the cervical spine occurred at 3,200 newtons. No force of a specific adjustment could ever come close to a dislocation or fracture, two untruths that sometimes circulate around chiropractic objectors. Chiropractic has had its fair share of scrutiny and condemnation over its 120-plus year history. Fake news is nothing new to chiropractic. Fallacies that the chiropractic adjustment is unsafe and or harmful is usually the biggest contention from mainstream medicine. These claims are not based on any real scientific measures, though, and are rooted more in misconceptions, archaic bias, and ignorance. I will say that the chiropractors who post those ill-conceived adjustment videos are only fueling the fire of these negative claims. An adjustment is not only specific in terms of physics, but also specific to each person. The adjustment I give to your 3-month-old baby is not the same adjustment I give to a 33-year-old adult. Furthermore, the adjustment I give to your 3-month-old baby is not the same adjustment I give to another 3-month-old baby. Children are not small adults, and their adjustments shouldn't be thought of in those terms. The care of a child's spine is different than the care of an adult's spine. The specificity of an adjustment is just that, unique and tailored for each individual. Children deserve special care and attention. Their spines and nervous systems are unique. Thank you for listening. For even more information on how chiropractic can benefit you and your family, please check out my website, ohiospecific.com. That's O-H-I-O-S-P-E-C-I-F-I-C.com. Until next time, remember to keep your head cool, feet warm, and your mind busy.